What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight, Vance Chapel from The Delight Show, and you're listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the debut of the Sunday Funday Note as Sunday Conversation. In all honesty, I would love to have the theme song be Bad Reputation, but just replace it with Sunday Conversation. But that's just me. I'm the host <laughs> for this episode, Nate the Effing Great, the Paladin of Positivity. And I'm very pleasantly, very happy to be joined here, first of all, by the co-host of this, the general manager of WrestleAtic Radio, the man who puts the Roy in royalty, the <laughs> one, the only... King Ricky Rose. You know, Nate, if I could hire you as like kind of like my announcer guy, <laughs> kind of like kind of like what Shane did when he was doing his best in the world gimmick, you would come into every room before me and do that entire stick. <laughs> like it could be like it could be like me walking into my house, walking to my friend's house, walking into like a restaurant, if that's still a thing. Like every time you would you would be that person. You'd be I, paid in high fives, by the way. You know, in all, honest, in all honesty, I just need to go to like one of those uh, medieval times. Just ask like, hey, can I borrow one of your costumes? And I'll just do that like every single time we do an entrance deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> and... For those for those of you that might be wondering, who is that person laughing in the background? Who, who, who? Well, it's the one, <laughs> the only, the fabulously beautiful, the Duchess of California, as well as one of the founders of the hit Gaw TV. It is the gorgeous SoCal Val. <laughs> I love that you said gorgeous, like G-A-W, gorgeous, grown-ass moon TV. That's right, Nate. Thank you for having me. Great to see you guys. It's a virtual Palooza here tonight. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> it is indeed one of those situations where, you know, the Backstreet Boys reunion be damned. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, this is one of those Everybody. things where I have just... <laughs> Greatest boy band of all time. <laughs> it is, I will tell you this. There was actually one time where I was literally vacuuming one of the upstairs uh, rooms. I had Backstreet Boys playing and my dad is just like... I don't know how to react to this. Just like what song? Though, what song? Like what song? Um, what period of Backstreet Boys? Like you got to get some details in here. I, I, I think it was. I think it was everybody by Backstreet Boys. But you it's know, literally I don't want to get into song. like the whole debate. We just started the show, but I'm an InSync fan, and I would think oh. that InSync was the better boy band of all time, personally. But I don't want to get into it. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. It's it's perfectly fine. Insync had some hits. They had pop. Pop was great. They made you cry with Gone. That was cool too. But sure like, did. yes, sure did. Sure did. The black and white video, fantastic. But there's oh, yeah. nothing. There's nothing beating a boy band in all white walking through a private uh, airport hangar and telling you the oh. way that they want it. <laughs> oh, brother, brother, brother. I, you know, I, let me tell you something. This is going to get weird. We just started the show. I grew up in the Orlando days. I'm from Orlando. I knew all these guys. Backstreet Boys, great. In sync, greater. I got to say, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry. 
Okay, and as speaking whole, of Orlando, what about they were better, but like like <laughs> individually, they were they were more they were more talented. Let's just be honest. I don't know. What about O Town? Since you since you grew up in the Orlando area, like oh what is your God, thoughts? I knew I knew O Town. I knew <laughs> Take Five. I knew Oh my God, um, Take Five. <laughs> Best Life. I met all my town. I knew all these dudes, all of them. But in 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 sync was was the uh, you know they they were the um. They were the rock of the of the you know of the musical world. Like there was you know there were some ones that tried to be cool, but you know they, they were the they were the best. In sync to me, there's there's they're untouchable, really. In sync, it's a bump because Justin Timberlake's so freaking awesome. I know, <laughs> but he was also he was always awesome. That's the thing. And think about it. No offense, to Backstreet Boys and did the Backstreet Boys produce someone like Justin Timberlake? No, they did not. They did produce this with Joey Fatone. Let me say that. And he's on Imperial Jokers almost like every single week. We <laughs> love has Joey Fatone else to do, from Insane. He, he, he's my bro. The last time I saw him was actually WrestleMania weekend in Orlando. And he was, I was going to a WrestleMania like bar party and he pulled up in his like, uh, you know, his convertible car. And he's like, Val, what are you doing? I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to watch WrestleMania. He's like, me too. It's just that that's Orlando royalty right there. Like when you're rolling up in the convertible in Orlando, yelling at people, including me, <laughs> you're, you're boy band royalty in Orlando. Let me tell you. <laughs> yes, that's exactly why there was a red carpet when we had that dinner that one time in New York. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got you guys way off track. But when he said boy bands, I was like, oh, bro, I'm from Orlando. That That's like the land of boy bands. <laughs> Honestly, like, like I said, when it came, came to the show, you asked me, like, what's the subject matter going to be? What are we going to talk about? I said, we're just going to do what we normally do. And that's just shoot the breeze. Nothing really, like, said, because we're always going to go off topic anyway. So yeah, it's not like we, we, if we say, like, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, what's been going on in the world and stuff like that. It's like, we're going to be talking about random stuff anyway. We could be talking about cheese for all that matters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheese is a great topic to talk about. Totally. <laughs> Especially if you're talking to one person who lives in Wisconsin, the head oh, capital yeah. of Cheeseville. <laughs> so, you are the cheese head. I am the cheese head. Hold on. I actually do have the... Uh, uh, I I no, you it. don't. I shouldn't have said it. Oh. <laughs> God. Ironically, I'm watching the up. Packers and the Bucks right now. I know. There. I know. Oh. oh, my God. There it is. Bring uh, SoCal yeah. and cheese. That's my, <laughs> you can't get better than that. <laughs> oh my god! Can that be your tag team oh. name now, Val? Just SoCal and Cheese. SoCal and Cheese. That could be a good. Could be a good business. SoCal Cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one will see it coming. I'll look into it. <laughs> and and I honestly, I'm I am going to be wearing this when when you have me on for the God TV. I'm just going to wear this. And that, <laughs> that's just the episode title. Just SoCal and Cheese. Would expect nothing. Nothing less. Perfect. Perfect. Oh my god! So I will. I will ask this: How's it been? You know, recording with uh, with, with Mickey as well as Victoria for God TV. You guys have been going strong ever since. We have. Day one. No, we have. We're on episode like twenty three right now. So we we started like um, around mid May, and you know, Lisa's in San uh, San Diego. You know, so she's about eight hours away from me. Mickey's usually in either Virginia or Nashville, which is about five to six hours away from me. So you know, our schedules are crazy. You know, I, I'm all the way here in England, It's but it's been lovely. We've had so many eclectic guests. We've had wrestling guests. And we started the show, we didn't want it to be only wrestling. So we've had like a psychic. We've had people from Vanderpump Rules. We've had Taylor Dane with Kato Kalen. We've had Peter Magical from Vanderpump Rules. We've had a lot of really eclectic guests. So it's been fun, but 
it's just one of those times where we don't know what to expect. So we want it to be like a big slumber party. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> it, so far, it's so one good. of those shows. Oh my gosh. I always love, love watching your show. And I think recent, the recent one that you had where you were reacting to uh, Mickey's uh, oh, deal with her nose. Gosh. That was, oh. was one of those things. We're just seeing, seeing Lisa's face as well as your face was just priceless. That already was just bright. That was just worth the admission. Well, the thing is like everyone's in different places in their lives. When we first started the show, it's like, you know, Lisa's retired. I'm not really in wrestling at all anymore. I don't watch it at all. And then Mickey is now still in WWE. So she had her nose broken in a match and she showed us this horrific video of her getting her nose kind of like, Oh God, I didn't say it. It's like, kind of like put back in place. Like it's just, it was oh, horrific. Like so, naturally. Yeah. Well, like a doctor was like, kind of like giving her like a, like a, I don't know, like, like just kind of like shoving it back in place. It was super, super graphic. Ooh. And I have to say like that episode was one of our most watched episode. I think because people are just so flabbergasted by the fact that these wrestlers are actually putting their, you know, faces and their bodies on the line. <laughs> And it's so interesting. It's, it's horrifying, but it's actually really interesting to watch because it does give validity to the wrestlers that are, you know, really, really in there, getting their asses kicked, their faces kicked in literally. So bless Mickey, but it was a, it was a hard one for all of us to watch. Honestly, that's episode twenty one. It's Mickey knows best. It's on our um, God TV YouTube. You can nice play on TV. words. Yeah. Knows course, best. Yeah. Mickey knows best. We made it a hashtag, but it was it was horrifying to watch. Oh my god! And you, now Nate will tell you, I am very squeamish. I don't like blood. I can't deal with that. She's so allergic to bruises. That was horrifying. <laughs> that was my favorite thing that you said was that you were allergic to bruises and you take a black hole slam from abyss. That's oh. just really <laughs> awful. Oh my gosh. That I this is one these one of the reasons why I love just continuing to talk to you. It's like I need her back <laughs> on the show just so she can tell me like more fun stuff that you know, relates to wrestling or just like comic book. And that was fine, enough. It was like, oh, were you okay? Like, that was fine. But like, I'm not going to be someone who wrestles all the time. I don't want to be bruised. I bruise like a peach. No, thank you. <laughs> I think, didn't I actually address that like on Twitter or something like that? Where I, I think somebody was actually talking about like the build up to the ladder match where you, yes. ha you had that like br bruise from uh, Jay Lethal on your face. Where yeah. It was like, oh, wow, this is, this is true, true for art form. Literally, she does. She does have the allergy to, bru to bruising. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I joke about it, but it's true. <laughs> it's, a, it's a medical anomaly that we have uh -huh. yet to figure out why it causes it. But I'm sure you know. Once this whole you know Backstreet Boy reunion tour dies down, <laughs> they'll figure out what the actual political term is for this. Listen, Backstreet Boys. After, after the Backstreet Boys down. reunion, we'll figure it out. They will keep going and going and going. That's what people love about the Backstreet Boys. They just won't <laughs> stop ever. No matter how ridiculously old they are at this point, we are still going. It's like Connor, never stop, never stopping. Like Andy Samberg <laughs> says. <laughs> yeah. Which I highly recommend that movie. Oh my God, I watched it about a week ago. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy just seeing how things have changed since this whole deal has started to where you know you see how movies have changed you see how like living has really changed but to be honest i think that it's well this is one of those years where you really do see the true colors of people just really come out and yeah. it's one of those things where oh, it's yeah. a good thing oh but yeah it's also a very ugly thing to see as well oh yeah absolutely um that's why i love this year 
That's why I love it because it's it's one of those things. Um, especially when I played football in high school and stuff, and just knowing sports like the way I do. Um, and even take sports for example, like take the NBA and no fans and stuff. When you have that. Uh, when you don't have the added incentive of somebody cheering you on or that added influence and that added motivation, then you get to find out kind of how talented you really are or how good you really are. It's kind of this equalizer. It's kind of like how when you're playing on a natural grass football field and it's raining, you're going to find out how good you really are playing football because that's a, you know, it's kind of an equalizer there. And with, you know, everybody kind of being at home, you really get to find out, you know, how cabin fever from a psych's perspective because of all my, because of my couple of degrees in psych, you get to find out like how insane people really are when they have nothing else to do, when you take away all of of their of their uh things that they enjoy but they can do leisurely when you take away all of those luxuries what do you have and with the godsend or the curse of social media you really kind of get an open forum to see what people are really all about Mm -hmm. and it's it's great and it's scary (laughs) but (laughs) it is very eye-opening isn't it yeah because you look at people and you're like wow i thought I really enjoyed you, but I, I don't actually do, I guess. Like you, you see all these, you, you, you get, to, you get to see and read and, and sometimes even through memes these days, people are like meme queens. Uh, you, you see what everybody truly feels about stuff. And it's, it's shocking. I know for myself personally, I've had to be like, you know what? I think this is where my road with you stops and we are going to have to disaffiliate from here on out. And as saddening as that is, that that's a good thing. That's how you progress. You get to, you know, you figure out who stays and who goes and who's going to be, who's going to benefit you in the long run. And who was like, oh, well, it was fun while it lasted and you got to keep moving. And you, you learn to cope with it here and there. But I love this year. <laughs> Honestly, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think social media in a weird way, especially Facebook. I don't use Facebook much at all, but I feel like Facebook brings out the crazies. And it, it's, it's kind of the best way to sort of weed out the crazies because everyone, especially in this lockdown, everyone sort of shows their true colors because they're all bored and crazy and their real true thoughts come out. You're like, wow, you've been crazy this whole time. I thought you were, but now you've validated it. <laughs> and and I, I, I don't want anything to do with you. It's great. Bye. Bye-bye. Exactly. See ya. Well, you think about it, most most people communicate now through social media because I haven't seen barely anybody in months. And that was even like before the pandemic, I just wasn't seeing people. Um, so, yeah. so like and so with social media, that's as your only connection, you can easily pretty much excommunicate somebody from from your life with a click of a like delete or an unfollow. And it's really simple. Can I ask you a question? Are we not supposed to think that's freaking awesome? Because I'm kind of like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm so happy to get rid of these people. Like, and also like, it's more of a thing in England. I have to say, like, people are very like touchy feely. Like they'd be like the little European, like kiss on the cheek. I'm like, I don't want to hug you. I don't want you to kiss me on the cheek. I don't want, and you know, it's, it's not very American to do that. Americans will hug once in a while, but especially England Europeans, they're very like kiss on the cheek. I am cool with being like, oh, sorry, <laughs> COVID don't want to do it. But honestly, truthfully, <laughs> I don't want to kiss you on the cheek or hug you in the first place. I want my space and I want to have nothing to do with you physically. And that's cool. Is that horrible? No, that's that's that's, that's it's, only horrible if it, it's only horrible if you're basically saying no hugs from Val. Then it's horrible. Yeah. For me. Well, well, obviously, Nate, you don't count. I'm saying people that I don't know. Okay. It's kind of like, oh, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. Kiss, kiss. I'm like, get your lips off my face. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here. I can't. 
No. That's such a very New York mentality, too, by the way, even though I know you're not from New York. But that's something like my born and raised New York self would be like, yeah, don't touch me, Holmes. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's funny, though, like around different parts of like, you know, America, especially Europe, though, like England is kind of like a kiss on the cheek, but especially France. I was watching uh-huh. these kids, they're about eight, 18 years old or so in the cafes. And I'm talking like I was there about three weeks ago where the pandemic is still going on and they're just literally kissing lips to cheek, one cheek and the other cheek. And I'm like, are you? Have you not noticed what's going on? Also, even if it wasn't going on, get your lips off my face. Like, what are you doing? I don't want that. No, <laughs> this is my space. This is my, I don't want your saliva on my cheek. Thanks very much. But bye, 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 bye. No. You, you have a very well-defined purple circle, essentially. <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I kind of want that to be like a God, God TV shirt now. It's just get your lips off my face. <laughs> you, you know what, Nate? I, I've talked to the girls about it. I'm like, you know, I kind of want to talk about that, but I don't want to offend people, especially people that like think it's kissing on the cheek is a nice form of like, hello, but I effing hate it. I can't. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm I'll good. remember that next time we hang out. <laughs> fist bumps, fist bumps don't, don't spread diseases, apparently. That's cool, yeah. <gasps> yeah. I do the corona elbow bump, you know what I mean? Like the little, oh, oh yeah. Uh, Oh, bump, I yeah, bump the forearms. Now, like, oh, I'm just really cautious. Actually, I just don't want you to have, have your mouth in my face, but yeah. <laughs> Bye. Is, is, isn't that actually called the stupid uh, bullhammer elbow bump? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'm not um, a germaphobe, but he seems the type that would be like, yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, awesome. you, you, you put your lips any, anywhere on me, and I'm going to bullhammer your ass. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Nothing like a little forearm shiver. <laughs> yeah. Works every time. Almost better than a leg sweep. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, it's really crazy because all throughout this time, I think I've seen just about every show that people have been either talking about or movies I've not got the chance to see. I actually saw all three car movies in a matter of like three days. I saw where it was like, okay, this is nice, and then when it got to the second one, I'm like, oh wow, I see why people hate this movie. This is uh, oh. that's. That's rough. That is rough. Then you get to the third one. It's like, okay, they're getting back on the right track. Then you realize, oh yeah, they also have little animated cartoons for this. So it's a hit and miss when it comes to that. But uh, but also getting a chance to see Cobra Kai, which I'm excited for season three. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's Just, doing so well. Oh, I've heard yeah. good things about Cobra Kai. You've not seen it yet? No, I, you know what, you know what it is? I like, ironically, being in the pandemic, like, I'm still working, thank the Lord. Right. Um, cause like, it, it, it helps feed my expensive habits, like buying a new car, like I did yesterday. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And now I realize that I'm broke again, but it's, it's fantastic, you know, <laughs> got a hybrid and I'm saving the environment, but I have no place to go. Um, <laughs> So, but like, you know, there's that, you know, because, you know, for WrestleMania Radio, obviously I have to watch wrestling, which takes up a crap ton of time, especially WWE in and of itself, trying to keep there's it, so much, in touch right? with all. Yeah, there's so much stuff. Like, uh, and then you got to watch AEW. And if I get lucky, I'm watching Impact because I enjoy Impact, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I actually do enjoy Impact. I think they're doing really great stuff. And if I even get time or I've decided to like be up at three in the morning, I'm going to watch NJPW because the G1 just mm-hmm. finished. So there's all that. So I got to do that. I obviously have to watch sports or something. And then I like, have to do my job at some point. I'm technically actually on call right now for my job. So if you hear a random like series of like, if you hear like a car alarm, it's my second phone at the moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it's like at, at, at some point during the pandemic, I just got stuck 
stupid busy. And so like, I haven't, I haven't watched Netflix in such a long time. Uh, there's so much I have to like, watch. Like I never finished glow. Gotta finish Bojack Horseman. Um, Goodness, I don't even know what what's even in my queue anymore. Oh like Cobra Kai would probably be there, but I'm so know. sad because you know, oh, I would never spend it. Oh, very upset. So my big thing now is Clone Wars because Mandalorian's coming out, and of course, the goat of uh, the goat of wrestling, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, is going to be in the Mandalorian, and I'm a I huge saw that. Fan. Yeah, so I have to finish Clone Wars. I'm like on season five. There's I'm halfway through season five. I got to finish six and seven. And then like they had a Clone Wars movie that I that I now have to watch as well. Oh, yeah. All within a matter of like 10 days. Have <laughs> you seen the whole season one of, of Mandalorian? Hopefully. Oh, yeah. This is the way Mandalorian is fantastic. Did you love it? Absolutely amazing. Oh, I loved it, too. Not for baby, not for the foundling, because I'm not going to call him Baby Yoda. But for the the Mandalorian character himself, he's I, a baby Yoda. <laughs> I love he, him. He is a foundling. We have not he's called him baby. baby. <laughs> That's just my baby Yoda. That's just my baby Yoda. <laughs> Tell me, you guys know that song? Yes, I, that's. I can't say that I have, but I know it, it's, so, it's a really ridiculous old hip hop song. <laughs> oh, I love that he knows him. <laughs> And then my baby daddy. I uh, know. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> well, it sticks. Oh you know. I'm so excited for new Mandalorian. Honestly, I think Mandalorian is probably the most, and I've watched every Star Wars thing ever. I think it's the most exciting thing since I don't know, maybe ever. I loved Mandalorian. I can't wait for the second season. I'm so excited. It's it's very good. Yeah, because it's like, because if you if you watch any of the Star Wars stuff, there's always like something ridiculous, like John Williams, like music in the background. Mm-hmm. And Mandalorian has none of that. It's just like talking and it's like, straight. yeah, it's, it's, it's a straight shooter. It's talking and it's just like you just hear a lot of ambient noises. It's all <laughs> that goes on in the Mandalorian. So it's easier to focus, I think. It's like you can hear the music in like Clone Wars, but like, oh, there's a fight going on. And when there, when there isn't any music, you can like go back to doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so good. Some of my friends that are kind of like, you know, oh, I'm not sure I like Star Wars. Well, I'm like, you know, you're 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 gonna stay for Baby Yoda. We all love that, but like the story <laughs> itself is just it's so good. It's it's so watchable. It's so entertaining. Oh, it's amazing. I can't wait for season two. Yeah, especially now that apparently the rumor is, is apparently is Rosario Dawson's in it, and oh. suppose that's supposedly. Although I thought Sasha was going to be this, but the 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 giant rumor is that one of those two are playing Ahsoka Tano. Oh, so you get to find out what happened to Ahsoka. Well, I, I mean, still picture more of more of like you know like the the Yoda the planet that Yoda's from that that whole species mm. all that jazz. Who knows? They've been really tight lipped about what's going on in season two. And then the guy who plays it's uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, right? Yeah, he was he was wonderful in Game of Thrones. I've always loved that actor. So I think like I mean, obviously you don't see much of him, you know, without the helmet on but he's a wonderful mm-hmm. actor so i was thrilled to see him um yeah but I, I honestly i think it's so entertaining it's so captivating and again even some of my girlfriends that are really into star wars i'm like just watch that to kind of has have an introduction and then they kind of want to watch that and then they'll watch all the actual star wars films so it's, it's a nice little segue 
Yeah, it's because you get like it is an easy watch, and then you got to like kind of fill in the gaps for for them because there's so much stuff, especially like the season finale with the yeah. um with the guy with the pretty with the dark saber where they didn't say it was a dark saber, but it's a dark saber. I mean, like, why is it important that he's a baby? Like, you don't get it. Like, it is it is sort of annoying when people have no idea what's going on with Star Wars. I'm like, oh my god, you have no effing clue. It's the same thing about RuPaul's Drag Race, where they sort of like season oh, no. nine, and I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. I literally had too much wine the other night. I told my girlfriend, uh, <laughs> that's I, 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 yeah, shock, shock of the century. That's you know that's a like lie because there is no such thing as <laughs> there's there's no such thing as too much wine. I am with you on that. Fact. You say I that have. I might pour some wine. I might I might, I might uh, thwart that plan of yours. But no, I swear. I they, got they, four they, bottles of it. wine behind me. So you know, you know Game of Thrones where he goes, goes um, you know, you know nothing, you know nothing, Jon Snow, right? So apparently, I don't remember this. My girlfriend told me because she was like, oh, I'll, I'll try to watch RuPaul's Drag Race because you always tell me to watch it. I'm like, okay. She started to watch a little bit of it, whatever. So the other night I was out of the pub and I was quite tipsy and she goes oh my gosh Val I watched it I loved it and apparently don't remember saying it I said to her and she quotes you're you're only watching drag race because I told you to you know nothing about drag race <laughs> how rude is that vicious but I vicious. guess like tr- truthful me was like you know nothing about drag race as if like don't even attempt to learn it because you know nothing about it how rude am I Dedication. That's Val, out. I will it's say, nice. Val, I am going to have to have you back on WrestleMania Radio on on my show, Kings of the Rings podcast. Shameless plug. Go check us out every Thursday. Um, but, <laughs> but I want to introduce you to one of the one of the co-hosts, the Kate Murphy, because Kate Murphy is obsessed with Drag Race. Oh my God! Kate Murphy has watched every rendition of Drag Race, even I believe the Canadian Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kate Murphy has converted at least two people in Wrestling Radio to religiously watching Drag Race. Oh. So I feel like I feel like you and Kate Murphy would have just a giant Drag Race. I hope um, you have two and- hours of of, of airtime that you are willing to. <laughs> because oh my god, I, I'm telling you, I, I I'm, I'm I run the network, so I can do whatever I want. It's great. It's <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> we got to get Nate onto it. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I, I'm, I mean, I. I wish I could get into Drag Race, but I just like I had to have so many other commitments. It's honestly, like one of these days. It's a commitment. Yeah, it. it's not one of those things like oh, I'll watch a minute. It's like it, it's part of your life. I don't even know what I did before Drag Race. I have no oh. idea what my purpose even. I'm telling you, I have no idea. I don't. Even I'm going know. to text Kate right now and tell and tell them this. <laughs> tell her, tell her that Sasha Valor is my Jesus, and she'll totally get it. <laughs> that's Which, all i have to say kate's gonna flip out all right so i'm gonna text her right now Nate, you've never even tried it i will definitely before the d- day is done here in america i'll definitely watch the first episode all of right Race. what and i'll definitely watch send season you season nine where my sasha Valor. watch anything from season nine and you'll love it all right. I, I mean, I mean, you've done enough, enough for me. I think I could, you know, let, let you give me this one bone here. That's fine. <laughs> I want to bestow the knowledge upon you, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when when have you not? We've known each other for right. five years, and yes, I love talking about the fact that I've been friends with SoCal Val for five freaking years. What else are we going to talk about over mozzarella sticks and tater tots in like a random ass <laughs> Jersey hotel? I mean, that that's what we do. Yeah, no, it is true. <laughs> that sounds like a five-star dinner to me. Montreal six potato tots. I think it was. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I think it might have been like the first day that I was full, fully there and went to the first uh, to went to WrestleCon, and then I remember taking Uber to the 
uh, hotel where we, I met up with her and, uh, and, uh, Val's husband, well, who's like a one of a kind guy. And I think we've all already known he is a taper also has some of the best bar tips. Oh my gosh. On the show. It's great. He does. Alan's uh, our bar. <laughs> I, I always love that. Why can't that be like a legit thing? I mean, there's got to be like some kind of investing to where we can. Well, you know what? Like We've always talked about having honestly. Well, we would do it if it wasn't for COVID and stuff, and it wasn't well, safe right now, which it's not. But when when COVID's over, so we'll we'll try to do um, gall on the road, like grown ass women TV on the road, <laughs> and we'll have Alan do the Alan's Arm Bar, and especially if we can do like maybe start in New York or start somewhere near there, we'd love to have you, Nate, of course, moderating and and keeping, you know. Keeping all the children in line with Alan to be hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh, that just reminds me of of the deal with Rosa Mendez when I was giving her coffee. Uh, she's saying that she was going to get like this uh, like Nutrigrain bar or something like that that was going to make her a millionaire. And I said, "Well, if you need assistance, I'll be more than happy to." Like when that happens, I am calling you. <laughs> she's so nice. And she is such a sweetheart. She is legitimately just was well, like, I even got a pic. She actually even gave me like a free picture of her literally just feeding me chips just for the hell of it. <laughs> I remember that photo. We, we've talked about having <laughs> on the show. We just, we, we have so many different guests that we want to have. We have a lot of people like honestly, really, really cool people lined up. We want to have her on. We're going to have Candace Michelle, you know, all, all these girls mm-hmm. in wrestling that are just absolute, you know, boss babes. Uh, so Val, I do have a message from the Kate Murphy. Oh, so I, I, I relayed your message saying that Sasha Valor is your Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kate said same. She's my second favorite queen ever. And I asked Kate, uh, who's who's their first? Uh, who's their first? And Kate said Sharon Needles. Oh, my God. You know what? There's about five queens that she could have said where I would have been like, yay. The rest of it would have been like, eh, Sharon Needles is up there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sharon. I've, I've seen her perform actually before. She's wonderful. She's one of the top. Really? Yes. Kate also just sent me a a gif of Sharon as well. She's gorgeous. And Alaska. Tell her her I said, hi. H-I-Y, like in about a thousand E's. Gotcha. She'll get it because Um, Sharon used to date a girl named Alaska. uh, I I don't want to say it. It's it's, uh, Alaska Thunder S, I'll say. That's how she she greets everyone. She says, hi. I have a mug that I drink out of that's from Alaska. Oh my God. She, she has fabulous taste, immaculate taste. <laughs> Immacu- oh boy. This is where I'm going to be out of my realm because she's saying yeah. all these nice fancy words. But then again, Duchess of California right here. Well, Hey, <laughs> only here a part of the Sunday conversation. <laughs> wink, wink. Kate has responded and said, hi, back. <laughs> See? Oh my gosh, it's a universal you, you can't send her this, but she'll watch this. Tell her I said. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how to do that phonetically. You can't do that I'm on sorry. a text, but when she sees this, she'll get it. If I went, yeah, she'll get it. Um, <laughs> oh, you do know well, Kate is now. She's my new best friend. <laughs> Kate is going to hound me and be like, "When are we getting SoCal Val on the show?" I'll be like, "All right." <laughs> A special RuPaul's Drag Race episode. Oh my gosh! It's yeah. like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just sit back and have you guys with talk. RuPaul and stuff. But Nate, I'm assuming we're going to talk about wrestling. What's going on? <laughs> I, I will. I will say one more thing before we go into talking about the world of wrestling. Um, Ricky, that that was literally me during the show. You know, I mean, I told you guys this that literally that was me during the show when we had. Uh, 
with uh, Lisa and Melina. Literally, they were just talking. I just, I just, I just let, I just let them be at it. Lisa was just like, "I was so sorry, Nathan. I didn't." Say, no, no, it's totally fine. What? You yep. sat back and relaxed. I remember that. <laughs> literally, she, honestly, they, they, there was nothing you do. She was like, "We talked so much." I was like, "Yeah," but he kind of already knows that. Like, if I talk a lot, <laughs> plus you talk a lot, plus Melina talks a lot, then you ask all of us to be on the same show. It's like, good luck getting any word in edgewise. Oh my God, ever. Yeah, there was nothing you can do, Nate, but it was a great show. Like, I loved it. It was awesome. It was so good, it, yeah. It is still one of my favorite shows. I mean, you had, I think we had the five anniversary with uh, me and Belle, which is still one of my favorite shows that we did. <laughs> that show, and then the one I did with Melina this year was absolutely great. Lisa, shout out to you. We still need to get you on the show. I've been trying yes. to tell you for so long. I, I um, will say this. Lisa has my favorite, one of my favorite wrestling photos ever. And I think Nate knows the photo that I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. Yes. I think it was wrestling con. Yeah, WrestleCon New York City, I go to meet Lisa because I'm like, Lisa, Victoria, she was freaking awesome. Love yeah. her, you know, and and it was really funny because I'm listening to the special that you you did with with Melina, with uh, with uh, Lisa and Melina. And Lisa's talking about how she loves to give like memorable photos to people. Yep. And like I and so like I'm and I was like, crap, I got a memorable photo. So we did this like <laughs> really like really cheesy, like, oh, you know whatever like smiling photo it's like it's okay and then all of a sudden she just decides to like put her hand around my neck and like we do a fake and i do like a fake like oh my god she's choking me like photo and it's it came out fantastic and it's like That's my favorite thing, right? photo like, ever can do a hi i'm standing with the person photo let's all smile but lisa makes it yeah. this thing where she's like it's a memorable thing it's so cute yes by the way val another message from cage uh cage just asked Yay! <laughs> I'll send her some Sasha Valor gifts. Oh my god! This, this is the best Sunday conversation ever. <laughs> I don't know what I've done. <laughs> you thought, oh man, I'm looking forward to this next episode of Kings of the Rings where Kate Murphy is literally like, now my new bestie, SoCal Val. And I'm just going to be like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. It's, it's going to be between bestie, SoCal Val, and Kate's obsession with a shirtless Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, hey. She's got good taste in drag race and wrestlers. Hey, oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was about time. Roman that, Reigns, a shirtless Roman Reigns. It's about time you finally got rid of that vest and started, you know, showing off those packs. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm straight, but I'm also one of those guys that's not gonna admit. That's gonna admit. Oh my god, he's actually gorgeous. Holy crap! The dude, the dude looks good. Yeah. You know, like, although I will say this: that his bleached teeth are one of the things that just bothers me the most. Because is it bleached or is it new? Because everybody's saying new, and like oh. one of my other friends, she was like, "Oh, he got new teeth," and I'm like, "How do you know that?" Like, well, I, haven't, I, like I haven't watched in ages, though. But like, are they, I like, like obnoxious, like like um like chiclet teeth? Is it like veneers, like new teeth, or just like his regular teeth, but he's like whitening them? I've never looked at the man's teeth before ever. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't have anything to gauge this by, but everyone's like, Oh, he's got new teeth. And I'm like, who cares? Oh, like, no. <laughs> it must be pretty blatant if people are noticing though. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where like, it just didn't stand out until recently where you just see like his, like he'll literally just slightly open his mouth and there's just like a glimmer that's coming out of it. It's like, damn. He really did something up, up to his jaw. Like, okay, he looks like he's got some bleached teeth, or in this oh, case, it might no. be new teeth. It's not a bad thing. It's just one of those things where I just find, <laughs> where I was looking, I'm like, that's a little bit distracting. But at the same time, hey, if he wants to have that pearly white smile, that's fine. I'm not going to, you know, 
I'm not going to diss him for it. Shout out to Roman Reigns. Please don't spear me. Nate, don't discriminate. No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That is that is not going to be. How come that was never a show for you called Discriminate than like the NAP? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That might have to be like biased wrestling news by Nate. The Evan Gray. <laughs> <laughs> just totally, I mean, just totally all like shifting the shifting the way you do things. I mean, you could make the argument that's the Game Changer podcast every week where I try to be positive <laughs> about wrestling. But it's one of the, but I don't know. I mean, it's not one of those things where I would have thought like, oh, full-fledged, I should just do like a full-on discrimination kind of like podcast about it. But now it might just have to be a segment where I just discriminate against certain things in WWE compared to AEW or New Japan or it something was, like that. Hey, I'll, more power to you. It, it can be your grind your gears moment from family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would actually be kind of amazing. Listen, I have my grind my gears. I have the Watch the Throne segment, which I haven't brought back in a while. But like, I, that's what I, that's what I do my whole thing, like grind my gears and talk about stuff that pre, that like are very unpopular in wrestling. And then I bring light to it. So you can have it too. Why not? I mean, heck, Mance did it when Goldberg won the title. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was, that was absolutely fantastic. That reminds me of like Peter Griffin, grind my gears. I love that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Someone in wrestling should do that all the time. Oh my gosh. I, no, it's going to have to be a weekly thing. I'm going to have to start doing start doing some research throughout the week and just be, be like, it's time to discriminate. <laughs> exactly. Like, find something that you're really passionate about and, like, it, like, a subject matter in wrestling that you're really passionate about that you feel like people have a very dumb opinion on and then just argue the, argue the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I already got the fir- first first one for the first segment. Um, the whole deal where Sasha Banks, she had her... Uh, Neck, neck tied up, uh, put put in the chair, and then she, and then when Bailey Bill stepped on it, and she's back in like two weeks. Where back in two thousand and four, you were out for like two months, three months at least. It's like, oh yeah, no, I agree with that. My actually like my thing. People are all upset that the new day broke up, which is really weird for me to say because like I am upset that the new day broke up because it is always a new day in my heart. But it, but for me like. Break them up. Like, that's a good thing. Like, it's, it's so counter to, like, everything that I, well, that I would ever while, say about the day. It? Like, we love it's them, but it's, it's six been a damn while. Years. Six, yeah. It's been six years where, like, they're one of the winningest tactics in history. They're one of the only factions in history that remained the same, never broke up, unlike The Shield, who did it, like, 7,000 times. Yeah. Um, and they always remained relevant. And that's really hard to do in wrestling is remaining relevant, especially for a span of six years. You know how many factions never lasted six years? And I'm doing a watch the throne moment right now. Like the NWO didn't last six years. DX barely lasted six years. The and Shield. Like all, all factions of NWO, which is like, what, 70 different factions? Like, come on. None of them lasted that long. The, the watered down versions. Come on, bro. Oh, awful. Yeah. I mean, you can even go to Japan, the Bullet Club. In any iteration, I don't think ever lasted six years. Undisputed, maybe the other one, and they have been going on for like three or four years now. I would say that, yeah. It's very rare that a faction lasts that long. If I can interject, isn't it funny to think about like what factions like really like stood out to you? Like, for example, NWO, if I'm being very honest, like I started watching around like what, like 99, 2000. NWO Mm. was kind of like way past that. You know who I thought was like the most like, oh, my God, they're like a very solid faction. They're never going to go away. And I'll be very honest. Right. The censor. Oh, TPN. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. <laughs> right to censor. Yes. Uh, wait, I was right? You were right. Because I, because I thought... You were right? Had, no, dead serious. And I think that's actually a, a testament to them because it was so effing serious. It was so poignant. It made so much sense. It was serious. And I knew that it wasn't like, you know, they weren't really like from like a, you know, illegal whatever faction. But as a, as a you know, a teenager or whatever, I thought they're not kidding around. Like, when, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, Nate knows this. I'm sure he's told you. I'm such a diva fan, and like the, you know, the bikinis. Whenever somebody would, you know, when that bikini came out, I thought, oh my god, here we go. The side comes right come the on, and here they come. <laughs> and it was always such a thing. So honestly, right to censor for me was like the most strong, most believable faction I I have ever seen in wrestling. From I'll, I'll say '99 to like now, I believe. You know, it's really them. funny. The right to censor won in the end. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They won. They they Which forced everybody bad. to go PG. <laughs> and, and again, me, me loving like that. You know, I talked. To, we talked with on, on Gaul at the time. I'm just like, you know, I I, I love the divas. I wanted to be a listen. I didn't want to be a Lita. I wanted to be a Trish in her modeling days. I didn't want to mm. be like, oh, I can hang with the guys and wrestle. F that. I was like, I wanted to be the cat and show my boobs <laughs> off. And I, I'll be. Honest, I don't care. That's what I wanted to be. And when the right to censor, like, you know, would thwart that, it was so shocking and so real. And it was like, oh, God damn it. They're going to bring the blanket out and cover her up. It was terrible. <laughs> but it was real. It was real. It felt real. It was so funny seeing the people in the right to censor, like Val Venus was. <laughs> and the and and ivory of all people being like this yeah. this closed up like person it was so funny because like that's not ivory at all no and balvinus was like the sluttiest of all which i loved so oh my God. <laughs> when i met him i met him at tna he came to like a random thing and i got to interview him i was like oh we're both named val haha and i thought oh, God, I, I i didn't want to like mark out but i was like i effing loved your character and one time i was at it's a whole weird story i was a fan and the people, and I was waiting for autographs. They were like, oh, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm, you know, maybe 17. They're like, oh, we were going to ask if you wanted to be one of Val Venus's like extras, but you're not old enough. And I was like, God damn it. I could have made out with Val Venus. Like 17 year old Val was very disappointed. I think I told him that actually, which is a weird conversation, but he was polite about it. Damn I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, not, not opportunity. A, I know. I mean, nowadays, 14-year-olds try to look like they're 18 all the time. So it's one of those things where it's like, not the weirdest thing we've ever I should heard. have been like, I'm 20. Hee-hee. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. Listen, it worked for, um, who was it? Uh, oh, I just totally blanked on her. Uh, played played in that 70s show. We played Jackie in that 70s show. Oh, uh, Mila Kunis. Oh, Mila Kunis. It worked, it worked for Mila Kunis. She wasn't 18 when they did the show. Yeah. Like, her agent well, lied for what, her. Yeah, well, she, oh my God, how gorgeous, is she, how gorgeous is she? But I, <laughs> I, uh, when I first did my TNA uh, tryout in Nashville, um, they asked me if I was eighteen to be signing like a, a waiver for a pay per view. I signed it. I wasn't eighteen. I was seventeen. So the rest is history. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> I didn't get, you know, they can't touch me now, can they? Hopefully not. Can we erase now? This? Statue, statue limitations is probably gone by now. You're good. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> I was there for nine years. I feel like it, it would have come up. <laughs> yeah, at some point you probably gave him like your real age and somebody probably did the map. They're like, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oopsie. Oh, oh gosh. So, so, so Val, this might be a nice costume idea for for Halloween, even if it is a stay in kind of deal. You should definitely like do a reenactment with Alan where it's like a right to censor deal. Maybe it's like exclusive yes. for your Patreon, for your Patreon or for some of your fans to be like, hey, remember the good old days when right to censor was a thing? 
<laughs> yeah, you're just look, look over the sheet. Yeah, where you're you're just 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 ready to be like ready. See the goods. You're just about to do it. Now just stopped with it like a boom. towel or something like that. Well, you it's know, like, people oh, like it just like that. It, it's somewhere. I, I was doing like a little like sexy. It wasn't really lingerie per se. It was like a little sexy dress. And yeah. during that storyline, we thought it'd be funny. So Jay Lethal, like the pictures are like me posing. It's it's a it's a yellow polka dot dress. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. And I'm posing, and then Jay Lethal mm. comes over and like like you know puts the sheet over me, and he, he's like hands in the camera, and he's like in doing the macho man, like how dare you kind of a thing, <sighs> which is really funny. And actually, I, I've talked to Jay Lethal. I just talked to him uh, for the first time in a while um, last Wednesday when God TV was airing. He's actually going to be an upcoming guest. Which if you're watching oh. this, it's a little spoiler. Nice. He will be on God TV very soon. So that's going to be amazing. Ooh. And he's agreed to drink with us and do a shop. He's not a big drinker, but I, I've, I've secured it. It's a verbal, it's a verbal agreement, verbal okay. contract. It's good as a handshake agreement. Yeah. <laughs> Better. Or, or COVID uh, elbow bump. COVID bump. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to have him on. It's going to be so much fun. Oh man, that's that's just gonna be another one of those things where I think some people are be like, "Oh, here they go. They're talking about their failed relationship and TNA again, and blah blah blah." It's like, no, nah, they're probably gonna... <laughs> that that won't happen until we'll, Bell has we'll up, like it a couple. We'll call it the X Files, the EX, the X Files. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Oh, oh I like that. Oh, I'm looking forward oh, to that my episode. God. Now. I, I don't want to even like give anything away, but I really want Sanjay to call in. <laughs> I think so. Like, I, like honestly, I I don't want to tell Jim. I don't want to tell Jay at all. I want to be like, oh, we have a we have a video caller calling in, and then Sanjay just like comes in and just like flips out. It'd be so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh! That would, oh, that would just make that, that that would be the one that would that would top the there would be the top episode. I'd watch I that like so. a thousand times this in that same. Week. Oh my god, just, Nate! Not 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 to give it away, but we have something even bigger than that next week really? that we're filming. So I don't want to give it away, but we have as far as like guests, we have two guests coming up that are like astronomically huge. So. It's going to be fun. I can't give them away, but it's going to be huge. Uh, you always know how to tease me, and it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> a little teaser, a little teaser. Dangling that promo theory. work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, she, she learned it from a total nonstop action alliance, so That's why not? Right. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll definitely do like uh one more question each from uh from myself as well as ricky before we gotta let you go Val, because i know that you know you're a very busy lady you're the duchess you got your subjects are calling for you i can almost hear oh, them all, all yeah. upon right now <laughs> so let me let me ask you this other than having you know like a, with god tv and stuff like that have you really picked up any like crazy hobbies or have you learned like any new like talents about yourself since this quarantine has kind of been- you know, everyone, I think when quarantine started was like, oh, I'm going to start all these new hobbies, this and that. Like I, I was trying to perfect some of my French. And I have to say, I went to Europe for two weeks and I was learning more French on like a French app. It's called Babbel, actually, B-A-B-B-E-L. And um, mm. I actually have a, a giveaway for a language learning app on my Instagram, official SoCal Val. Mm. So I've been trying to learn more French on certain apps, certain websites, whatever. But I have to say, when I was actually in France for like two weeks, I got really good at it. But I can't say that during lockdown, I've been like really diligent about it. Um, everyone keeps saying, oh, we're going to do these things. And we don't want to learn all these skills. I haven't learned that many skills in lockdown. I learned that I like RuPaul's Drag Race on repeat. I learned <laughs> that I like watching Housewives reruns on repeat. So nothing too impressive, I have to say. But I will say that, you know, lockdown and quarantine, I think we would have started GAW anyway. But the fact that we all like, you know, especially Mickey, because she's in WWE now. Lisa's retired, but you know, we all had more time on our hands to start Gaw TV. So I do wonder if we didn't have this opportunity to have more time, would we have started it? It would have been th- something where we're like, okay, well, once in a while, 
We might mention it, but then we'll go, oh, we'll start it later. We'll start it later. Put it on the back burner. But lockdown has actually given us the opportunity and the advantage to actually sit down and create Gaw TV. So that's been the best thing to come out of quarantine for us. Um, and honestly, it's it sounds funny because, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a half hour to a 55 or so minute show. And but it's a lot of work. You know, I, I do all the editing mm-hmm. for Gaw TV. I did social media for it. And we've lined up some amazing guests from, you know, wrestling guests are easy to get. Those are our friends. You know, talking wrestling is easy for us, but we really want to branch out. So we've had like a psychic medium on the show. We've had Taylor Dane. We've had somebody from Vanderpump Rules and Kato Kalev from the OJ trial. Like we've had some really random people. And for that reason, I'm really thrilled that we can all get together and do something virtually because otherwise, a lot of us would be going very, very crazy because. I'm used to traveling all the time. You know that, Nate. I'm always traveling to comic cons and things. So to have Gaw TV to entertain me and to have, you know, for example, somebody said to me uh, just last week, like, hey, I'm, you know, I've had a blood clot. I'm in the hospital and I'm I'm in my hospital bed and I watch Gaw TV and it entertains me. That's so cool. Like, that's what we want to do it to. People need an escape. It's silly. It's fun. It's having a couple cocktails. It's silly. You know, there's nothing. We don't usually get very serious on the show. So to have something to look forward to when everyone's so down, that's why we do it. We need it too. We need it just as much as people need it. The fact that people like it is so cool. That is really cool. Ricky, the ball's in your court. Do you have a final question for our guest? Uh-oh. Final, oh goodness, final question for 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 the Duchess of California. Oh man, uh, no goodness, it's no pressure whatsoever. You know, <laughs> I, I I love pressure too. Such a great song. Uh, uh, so I mean, Nate, have you told Val about your your future uh, post war or any of that stuff? Or are we letting the cat out of the bag right now? Well, I've kind of made, we've kind of made the announcement on social media about what's going on for this, and as this sure. shows up. We're recording this. This will be on the week of my final week of WrestleIac Radio, which I'm still very excited to be, you know, be able to, you know, continue to work with you guys and definitely want to support, you know, WrestleIac Radio. Mm -hmm. Definitely did give me such a huge, you know, spot to really reach out to so many other people. Um, But yeah, no, we we kind of took like briefly about, but nothing like, nothing like too, too crazy where it was just like, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty, all that kind of stuff. It's just one of the things we're like, yeah, I'm going do this but <laughs> but literally it's kind of one of those things was like if it's something between us then you know we'll talk about it but if it's something that's you know it's a major like this it's like yeah it doesn't affect us like too much i mean we're still going to be okay. like like talking to each other like three times or four times throughout the year so mm-hmm. well yeah no that, that, that you know that is perfectly fine and so i guess reverting back to obviously to our guest socal val uh i i know nate was nate has been very generous with uh and you yourself val have been very generous with especially with the little promo you did for wrestle radio and you know coming back and promoting the show and and uh the show with with melina and, and lisa was fantastic uh <laughs> for us uh in and of itself and I, I can't thank you enough for just being so willing to even do that uh especially even for nate like it was just a, it was a great thing to have and to to kind of start to really make those connections but i would want i don't know if it's even like a question or maybe it's more of a formal invite i would love to have you in some capacity uh return to wrestle addict radio uh either be kings of the rings podcast or maybe be your own we do maybe an own little offshoot special where you are just the premier guest uh in, in kind of a platform like this so the uh, i guess the 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 offer is always open for you. And if all else fails, you can just talk with Kate about drag race for like two hours. <laughs> well, hey, I could talk about drag race for ages, but let me tell you something about Nate. So Nate and I have been podcasting for quite a while. And yes. I, I, I hope that I always say this to Nate. I think Nate, 
because he's so humble. I, I think I don't want to say it goes in in one ear out the other, but I think I, he, he doesn't really take the compliment because he doesn't know how great he is. I have been on so many podcasts and listen, I, I'm mm-hmm. a host. I host my own podcast. I know how hard it is to, you know, even God TV, I'm, I'm sort of the the unequivocal. I'm the anchor to like, you know, kind of corral everyone, whatever. And it's not an easy, easy feat to be a podcast host. And Nate, Absolutely not. It's, it's honestly, it's not, well, oh, I want to start a podcast, but it's actually really, really hard, especially in terms of formatting, in terms of corralling guests, you know, to, to, to actually get into a format in different segments. Nate, I always say is an absolute star from the first time I ever worked with him, absolute professional, a star makes it easy for me. And the thing is like, I've, I've done so many where it's like, Oh my God, it's like pulling teeth. They don't know what to talk about. It's kind of <laughs> like, it's the same questions. Nate <laughs> makes it so effing funny, makes it so effing fresh. It's always a, a treat. So Nate, I'm so proud of him for doing that. And if you ever guys, if you ever want me on the podcast, I'm happy to do it. Drag race would be an absolute added bonus. <laughs> of course. Um, it's the Kate and Val drag TV. race special. <laughs> <laughs> drag race bonus club it's funny you say that because actually on, on the last episode of god tv you know every wednesday at 5 p.m eastern little plug we just <laughs> did a segment which was like a fashion segment we called it pop or drop it's kind of like a who wore it better like you know yay or nay kind of like uh, you know uh, figuring out different like fashions like who, who wore it better kind of a thing and that for me as a host was like that's what i've always wanted to do i love wrestling but you know god tv is so fun because it's not just wrestling related yeah the girls are from wrestling but it's really not a wrestling show so for me to do that show with these girls and then have people on that are stylists or psychic mediums whatever to have non-wrestling related content for me to host is so much fun so i love doing wrestling podcasts but like i said nate and i always seem to you know, venture off to movies and pop culture. And it's not just wrestling. Yeah. We have wrestling fans and that's wonderful. We appreciate them. But how much can you talk about wrestling? that's not already been talked about before. Everyone knows how'd you get started in wrestling? They've heard that a million times, <laughs> but Nate always makes it fresh where it's like, okay, so, you know, what else is going on in the world? Let's talk about culture. Let's talk about movies and, 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 and TV and things like that. So I just find that so refreshing. Cause every time I talk to Nate, it's just a breath of fresh air. And if you guys are a friend of Nate, I'm a friend of y'all. So I'm, I'm here for it. Especially when it comes to drag race, P.S. <laughs> I, trust me, I, I, I will make that happen. You and Kate can have your whole drag race special. Kate's learning about Kate's learning about producing a show anyway, so this will be a great start cool. <laughs> for Kate uh, and, and doing stuff because Kate has really taken the ball. Kate is our social media ambassador after I kind of stopped doing that on a consistent basis. And is she uh, into wrestling or is she like both? Is she kind of like, was she in it as a kid or? Oh, yeah. Kate actually just met Jeff Hardy on a virtual meet and greet. And that was Kate's like biggest moment of her life. <laughs> OK, so OK, so we're going to need maybe another extra hour because Jeff <laughs> is my girl crush of all time. And I have sto- I have a story to tell her about how I waited in the rain to get his autograph. and He never came out. And then I later worked with him and made him feel bad about it. It's a whole story. I think you and Kate literally just became best friends, and this is this is kind of scaring me. But I, I are we the I, same person? You, you y'all might be to be oh completely God. honest. So yeah, you are you're definitely you're definitely coming back. At least to talk with Kate. Like I'll just be the Nate when Nate had you, Melina, and Lisa, and I'll just sit in the background and you guys can just talk. Yeah, and we just we can't stop talking. When it when it's time to like change topic potentially, I'll be like, okay, let's let's talk about something else. Like you guys could just rebuke me and be like, no, we're continuing drag race. I'll just go back into, I'll just go back into the background. Well, can I ask you just to get to know you a little better? Who are your sure. favorite wrestlers of all time? Oh, goodness. modern um, and back in the Dizzy. 
<laughs> back in the day. <laughs> all time, all time for me is uh, it's Mark Calloway, The Undertaker. I Mark just remember Calloway. <laughs> Cal- yeah, he's, he's he sounds so less threatening as Mark Calloway, doesn't he? He's retired now. I can call him Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, for 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 me, um, I I enjoy like I enjoy the show. What I love about wrestling is I enjoy the show and the pop and circumstance and the spectacle, and that's why I probably enjoy college football tons more than I do the NFL. Like I yes. enjoy shows and spectacles and bright lights and theatrics and these random like traditions and and things like Clemson football running down this giant hill for no yeah. reason whatsoever, you know, yeah. or Florida Gators during the Florida Chambers, my all-time favorite team. Like I love those weird, kooky, very cultural things that people do and wrestling is full of it. And no nobody and nobody embraced that more than the Undertaker, the mystique. The entrance, the the pomp, the circumstance, the pristineness of his entrance. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's almost like a religious moment watching mm-hmm. him. It really was. And as a child seeing him, like obviously there was Austin, there was The Rock, but nothing totally grasped me like The Undertaker. And I like I remember I was at WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans and my friend I was there uh, too. Yes. Yeah, I had a great time on Bourbon Street that I don't remember, although there was Elias and I remember that. That, that means you did it right. That <laughs> means you did it right. Yes. And I remember like Will our, our my my co-host Will uh, had never been to WrestleMania, like never seen an Undertaker entrance. And then Undertaker did that surprise comeback and like just every like even just like the entire arena, even Will himself, they're just in awe. They're like, that's freaking amazing. Like yeah. nobody like in like even though when wrestling and wrestling fans went to like recording things on their cell phones, Undertaker was like one of those last people that still got flashballs. I wish we had more time. <laughs> Next time I talk to you, remind me of how I met Undertaker for the first time in Dusseldorf. I hosted his event and I got very, very drunk with him and it was hysterical. That's a whole nother show. Oh my goodness. Very, very inappropriately could not hang with him and i thought i could you drink, drink with the leader of the bone skull crew good you job know, okay short story i said i don't want to sir i don't want a selfie i don't want any sort of picture i said i just want to have a shot with you and it was a double shot of jack daniels and the night went on from there and we can you know, it, was, it was weird yeah that, yeah <laughs> hey hey cliff's notes spoiler alert i can't drink as much as the undertaker that's all you need to know <laughs> shockingly was, enough is this something that we would have to go we have to bring you in the to wrestle court for uh yeah but i mean i'm guilty i don't know who, who it's, it's not like it's not a fun case it's like hey val you got like you know you thought you could drink the undertaker and you're like you know young i'm young but like you know you're whatever pound girl and this is the you know freaking undertaker and you thought i can i can hang with you and it was like anyway yeah. the next day he was like he's like val so many have done what you tried to do i don't know what you were thinking i don't know why i was like but i was trying to be cool he's like but i've heard this story so many times thinking i was like oh sir i'm sorry oopsie yeah so all time is undertaken current is sasha banks and oh, yes. the yeah i, I you said I, new orleans i met her in new orleans and she goes you're so calvary and i was like how the hell do you know who i am you're sasha banks that's pretty cool <laughs> so 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 nice beautiful in person oh my god gorgeous oh, goodness it brings a tear to luminous luminous <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so yeah sasha's probably sasha's my number one uh the new day obviously because they're just absolutely amazing uh <laughs> from a singles perspective 
I mean, I'm I'm just now on the Roman train, uh, but I probably just hopped board. I just hopped aboard the Roman train ever since he finally turned heel and joined Paul Heyman. I was like, wow, we have direction. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've so, not even seen that, but I've always been on board the Roman train. Yeah, uh, I right now currently, uh, I love everything Seth Rollins is doing at the moment. Mm. I love he this whole he's trying to save wrestling and he's he's got he's this he's this he's anti he's this anti he's this antichrist Jesus and it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's another funny story there. I gotta get on your show because I met him for the first time in an airport. I'm like, hey, is your name Seth? He's like, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say no. It's Colby. <laughs> <laughs> You're not as threatening when your name is Colby, but okay, we'll work with that. Bless your heart. No, I'm, I'm the indie star, he's Tyler fabulous. Black. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Black. He's great. I have a I have a funny Finn story too. <laughs> Finn Balor Ferg, Fergs. Ferg, yeah, the Fergs. We gotta hear it. We gotta hear it. All right, let's do it. Let's do we have time, I, Nate? Yeah, do we good? You, you know what? I think we can spare a couple more minutes by all means. Let's do it. All right. So let's, so it's 4th of July weekend. This is around 2015, right before Finn Balor gets drafted to raw. And then before he wins the universal uh, championship, and then Colby separates his shoulder. Leave it as <laughs> little two-tone haired Colby. Got it. Yeah. 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 Two-tone Colby. Um, so before that, I, I was, I was in Hoboken and I was on my way, I was on my way back and I was out with my friends um, in New York City and we were at the Standard Beer Garden right in the Highline District at the, at the German Beer Garden, like a fantastic beer garden. And we're just, uh, we're just talking, you know, just drinking, standing up, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden I see what appears to be Finn Balor just walk right past me. And like, I froze and like, I think I'm the only wrestling mark of my friends. And so I go to my friend, Sam, and I was like, yo, I think that's Finn Balor. And he's also a wrestling mark. He's like, yo, I think that is Finn Balor. And we walk back. And so he's, and so Finn walks back to his table of him and five women. Um, <laughs> so, about right? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> him and five women. And so me, my friend, Sam, and then this other person I forgot who apparently was also a giant wrestling mark is like wrestling fans don't tell each other to wrestling fans until one of them says they're a wrestling fan. It's the weird yeah, wrestling the way, fan. You notice that nobody's like, Oh, I kind of like wrestling or I don't. It's like you either love it or you hate it. And there's no in between. Exactly. Or you're exactly. closeted and then you really love it, but you pretend that you don't. Yeah. So then like, so we are, so me and my friends are going back and forth. Like, is it him? Is it not him? Should we go approach him? Cause like, we want to be respectful. Like he's obviously out like having a beer, you know, with his friends. Like we don't want to like bombard on him. And so we're, we're going back and forth and now it's time for us to leave. And of course, for some reason, they're like, Ricky, you got to do it. And I was like, oh, are you sure? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm really nervous about this at the moment. <laughs> and so we pass by him and then I stop and I go, excuse me, sir. Are you Finn Balor? And I just I had a moment like we we locked eyes and I I, I gazed deep into his beautiful eyes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's him. <laughs> He's very pretty, isn't he? And yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, he's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> he's beautiful. And he looked at me and he goes, "Yeah, how you doing, mate?" Oh, bless him. So he was you nice know. then. He was very, very nice. He was awesome. I went to go shake his hand. I was like, no, 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 we don't, we don't shake hands. He gave me a two sweet sign. Oh, oh. you know what? There, there, there are. I would say there's a lot of people in wrestling. Him, him, very much included. Like Jay Lethal, Finn Balor. 
people that like when people go, oh, I met him. He wasn't nice. I'm like, there's no way you can meet this person. And they weren't wonderful. Finn Balor is is totally in that category. Jay Lethal. There's no way to me. Oh, I met him. He wasn't. He was kind of bothered. Not these guys. There are certain guys in the business, him included, that are just wonderful, lovely people. And he's one of those guys. Yeah, I love that story. Oh. He took pictures with everybody. I was, I was like, yeah. you know, you're awesome. I was like, I was like, I'll be in SummerSlam. I was like, I'll be at SummerSlam next month. He's like, I'll see you there. And I tried to get him. I was like, which show, Finn? And he was like, not telling you. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's so cute. Good job, honestly, Finn. I'll see you later. He's a lovely human being, honestly, very much so. Yes, yes. Yeah. So one of my amazing encounters, and there's another encounter, which we'll have to talk about on another show, with somebody nicknamed the Ring Fox. <laughs> Who's the Ring Fox? Oh, that's a fun story. Next, okay, next and I'll, and I'll, t- I'll tell you my stories of, of, of what I have to tell you, the, the Colby thing, the Steph thing, and the, um, and the Undertaker story. Okay, hold me to that. Yes, we'll call it Tales from the Crypt. Tales, <laughs> Tales from the... <laughs> Tales, Tales from the, the Colby Crypt. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this has, been, this has been Sunday Conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you've enjoyed this first installment. It has been absolute pleasure and honor to have SoCal Val back on the show. So Val, before you go, time to do a little bit of a cheap plug. How can people talk to you, interact with you, as well as be respectful for you? Because I've always said every single time we talk to Val, you know, be nice, be respectful. Don't be a creeper. Yeah, don't be. A don't be. Don't be a large Sullivan. How about that? Don't oh, be that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, don't, you know, be, for, for don't be. Don't be Show. Yeah, exactly. For a weekly show, it's Grown Ass Women TV. It's G A W T V. Gawtv.com. You can find all the links there to find us on YouTube, find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at SoCal Valerie on Instagram, official SoCal Val. But again, gawtv.com is where you can find all of us, myself, Lisa Marie Barron and Mickey James for our show that airs every Wednesday at 5 p.m. So we hope to see you there. We're in the live chat room every single Wednesday on YouTube. So we'll see you guys there, hopefully. It, it is one of those things where they are literally in the uh, we chat are. room. I think the, the only I think the only time when I was in the chat room, I think you were the only one that acknowledged me. <laughs> that hey. Hey, I'll, have, I'll have Kate in the chat room on your next show. She'll say oh, hi. Oh, she'll love it. It's very girly. <laughs> We love our male fans, but it's very much female empowerment. We have like a gall of the week and we do like relationship advice and all kinds of stuff. It's, it's amazing. Mickey James and Lisa Marie and I, obviously Victoria, Tara from TNA. We're there every single Wednesday at 5 PM Eastern. We're in the chat room. And then we have new episodes every single week. We've got some, honestly, I don't want to reveal it. We've got some really, really huge guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. So it's going to be great. Especially for a Halloween special. It's going to be spooktacular. Ooh, that is going to sound like a great thing. Mr. King Ricky Rosé, where can they find you? Oh, boy. Let's do all the plugs. Why don't we? And I'll pick a little old school because I haven't done this style of a plug in a while. What's going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rosé, the king of the Kings of the Rings podcast. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, some people's DMs, less people's text messages at Ambassador Biggs, B-I-G-Z, in Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast again across all social media outlets. Like, share, subscribe, listen to us each and every week, wherever you listen to all of your podcasts. We're talking Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, all of those podcast uh, places. iHeartRadio, we're also on there as well. And follow Wrestle Addict Radio's uh, social media at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Check out our $5 Patreon. We have some merch on our Teespring store, and I think I've covered all of it. Fabulous. (laughs) Now, for a lot of people,
me, you can definitely check me out on the Twitter at Real Life In Game. This is indeed going to be the Game Changer podcast last week on Wrestle Attic Radio. But definitely do not check us, do not count us out just yet because we may make some cameos. We may do some stuff. Ooh. Who knows? But I will also say say this: that you guys are definitely going to want to be a part of this final episode of the Game Changer podcast because, like I said, it is going to be a fan appreciation episode where we talk about questions that you guys have asked us, topics that you guys want us to talk about. It is going to be one of the most interactive deals that you have to do that. So please, by all means, let me know. Let Mr. Fretz know what you guys want us to talk about. Some of the questions that you have for us, definitely want to answer them. It is going to be an absolutely action-packed final episode of Game Changer Podcast on the war. But with that being said, I have been Nate the effing great, the paladin of positivity, joined by the Duchess and the I'm going to say it. The Keith Lee lookalike. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? There's another good, there's another good You're story. Good me, and my, me and my Keith Lee Spider-Man pose at, at uh, WrestleMania Access was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> this, has been, this has been Sunday Conversation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, Bye. guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> See ya. This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.